welcome to the next episode of Simon Says, Let's Talk Business with your host, Al Simon, with Sander Training by Simon Inc. on Business Radio X. And really excited uh, for this show today. We've got not only great business executives and, uh, and great uh, uh, subject matter experts uh, on our cast of uh, guests today, but also just really good people and good friends. And it's really Exciting for me to welcome you here. So we got Jerry, uh, Hewitt Miller, and Dan Miller with Wealth Horizon Inc. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. And Deborah Klein with Business Wise Inc. Welcome, Deborah. Thanks so much. This is going to be fun. So we're going to talk business for a little while. We're going to uh, uh, get an idea of, of each of you and what you do and 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 why you do it, and what you love about it, and, and what your clients get out of it get a chance to just really share best practices in business today. So, Jerry and Dan, let's start with you, okay? All right. All right. So, Wealth, Wealth Horizon, Inc. Y'all are uh, uh, financial planners and wealth advisors, right? Okay. Correct. Yeah, and for how long? 25 years. Wealth Horizon has been in existence 25 years now. It's hard to believe. So, you started when you were two. Yes, okay. I did. I did. All right. That's amazing. I was a prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you started uh, keeping your allow- allowance and investing it, and that was the way you did that, huh? Uh, actually, Al, I didn't. But yeah. uh, I learned later in life when I was in my 30s that I'd made a big mistake by not doing that. Uh-huh. So, I... Luckily, was able to see the error of my ways and have greatly changed that. I think a lot of people have a little bit of aversion to that story in their life. Uh, maybe some, like the host here and himself okay. included. Yeah, okay. it could be very much so. Yeah. So what was your background? How did you get around to, uh, to doing financial planning and wealth advisement? Right. Well, actually, I always like to say it was divine intervention, and it truly was. Um, I bought women's apparel for... 10 years when I got out of college. I was a, um, I have a degree in clothing and textiles from the University of North Carolina. Oh, I was, Tar Heels. Yeah, go Tar Heels. I was uh, getting very bored. I needed a, a new challenge, mm-hmm. to be honest. And a friend of mine that had just gotten her MBA convinced me that I would love the life insurance business. I did it for three years and I did not love it, (laughs) but it was a great intro for me to what I do love, Mm -hmm. and that is comprehensive financial planning and wealth management. And through doing the big picture, I'm able to help clients achieve their dreams. And it, it truly, over the past 25 years, we've watched clients put their kids through college, you know, pay for the weddings, buy the beach house and get to retirement and figure out what all that means for them. So it's, it's just incredibly gratifying. And and frankly, the the three years of life insurance uh, expertise probably helps you too, right? Because isn't life insurance a major part of people's financial picture? It is. It's the risk foundation. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you build the foundation to help mitigate the risk, then you can focus on the other things. So that's that absolutely. I don't regret those three years, but it that just wasn't my passion. Okay. And, and Dan, how'd you come into the picture? Well, uh, I attended Emory University and studied business. And mm-hmm. uh, for the first uh, four years out of school, I was a management consultant with what was then one of the big eight accounting firms, Coopers and Librand. I remember Coopers and Librand. 
And then I, uh, I got into the financial industry in the mid-80s as a stockbroker. Oh, did you? Worked for 17 years as a stockbroker with two of the largest firms on Wall Street. And over that time, I would say I got more and more disenchanted by what I saw from Wall Street and a lot of the inherent co- conflict of interest that, that you see with particularly the larger firms. Mm-hmm. Cherie and I, who had met back back about that time in the mid-80s, we reconnected about eight years ago, and I was able to see uh, the way she had built her business as an independent financial planner and wealth manager and how different that was because the only people that we work for are our clients. Yes. And that was just a a totally different approach and one that I was much more comfortable with. A few years ago, we decided to pool our 45 plus years of financial industry experience together, work to provide a high level of uh, personal service to our clients and to continue to grow the business. That's, I think, I mean, of course, obviously uh, you're married. Yes. To each other. So that's great too. To each other. Yeah. Yes, to each other. You're, you're married. And, and, and I work with my wife in the business. So I understand uh, that dynamic a bit. And so, and so, so Jerry, you had the firm for a while before Dan entered the picture. Yes. So tell us, uh, uh, and Dan, you can close your ears if you want to, right. but yeah. tell us how that's working. Okay. Well, Dan joined us um, two years ago. We've been married now for six years together, eight when we connected uh, eight years ago, he was doing entrepreneurial things. He had a, a restaurant in Midtown for a while. And then he was uh, at, at the crash of the housing market. He oh. was brilliant and started buying foreclosures with cash and uh, renovating them and flipping them. And uh, about two years ago, my, you know, we were growing exponentially. And I knew I needed to bring on someone with the experience that I have. And we started talking and I finally convinced him to come over that, you know, we're on the light side, not on the dark side of what he experienced before in the financial industry. So um, it it has been fabulous. We just make a great team and the, you know, we can sit in front of a, a couple and and really pick up on different nuances. Mm. And I just think that what we provide to a couple seeing two, two from two different perspectives and all of our experience and expertise, uh, we're just a much stronger team with Excellent. the two of us. Excellent. And Dan, I truly understand the thing about conflict of interest when you work for yeah. a firm that yeah. expects certain things uh, versus now. Uh, your business, your clients, you can really focus on them, huh? Yeah, well, and the Department of Labor had been working hard to put in uh, a new fiduciary standard for advisors. And uh, unfortunately, that's kind of gotten thwarted with some of the other regulations that have been slowed down. But that's mm-hmm. something that uh, Jerry established at the onset of, of yeah. this business. Great. And uh and so it's very different. We're not a sales arm for anybody. Uh, we have no motivation to present one vehicle to you versus another, except for whatever's in your best interest. So, yeah, so helping your clients thrive. That's right. right. That is such a great mantra. 
Yes. Love it. Yeah. And, and Deborah, I think we're going to talk about that too, because I know as a user of your, of your tool, uh, it, it helps your clients thrive as well. So uh, the wealth advisement industry. I was just going to add, Al, at first I was wondering what the connection might be between financial advisors and business development company. But it's so interesting when you actually get together with people face to face and start talking, the connections about all of us having or currently in business with their spouses or a small business perspective of really wanting to focus on the benefits of the clients and not some publicly held corporation goals. It's really interesting to hear these commonalities. So excuse my interruption. I just got excited about yeah. it. Right. Easy to get excited about it. And there's not an interruption. That's great. But speaking of interruptions, how about disruptions? I, I know that your industry is changing, Dree and Dan. Tell us a little bit about what you've seen lately. Right. Well, the industry has, has changed dramatically from when I entered 25 years ago and, and the past five years the changes have been exponential. Um, But we believe, you know, there's there's lots of uh, programs and algorithms um, that can create a portfolio for you, but that does not take the place of having a relationship with someone that understands your trigger points and your pain points and helps you to keep from uh, undermining yourself. Because uh, one of the things I've become very interested in is uh, behavioral finance. And I actually uh, went back to school and and have uh, another designation, uh, behavioral financial advisor. So the whole emotion... I've never heard of that before. Oh, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. And it's based on the neurology and physiology of our bodies and, you know, it's fight or flight. The fear and the greed that drive us when it comes to investing, Mm. those things are very real. If I can keep my client from doing the wrong thing at the wrong time, that's invaluable. And a computer program can't do that. Al, what inevitably happens is that people grow the most fearful Uh, when, you know, all the news is bad and the market is correcting and there's lots of uncertainty out there, political uncertainty, economic uncertainty. And uh, inevitably people, uh, when they should be buying, they're selling because that all that is already digested in the market. And it's Mm -hmm. not dissimilar from, you know, what happened with the real estate market in 2008. And when we had all those foreclosures and everybody was selling, well, that's why I was going in and I was trying to buy then. And uh, and it really uh, it takes a good coach, which, you know, a lot about it takes a good coach to keep you focused on the bigger picture and not make the emotional decisions. Yeah. The the phrase knee jerk reaction comes to mind. Right. You're fighting that all the time with your clients, I imagine. And it's you know, when you talk about disruptors, what's really changed over the years I mean, when I got into the business, there was no internet and people would look up their stock quotes. Man, you are old. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the newspaper in the morning. And Dang. so, you know, now we yeah. have this nearly universal access to information and it's almost information overload. And 
And does the individual investor really uh, have the time and the ability to sort through that and use it to their advantage? Not, right. Yeah, not. In fact, I, I have finally disengaged myself in, in the way I don't even look at our statements. Yeah. And they come, I just don't even look at them. Now, Sherry looks at them, I think, but I don't look at them. Because I would have a knee-jerk reaction, probably. I would. Right. Well, the yeah. best thing is to uh, to get a feel for what your risk tolerance is. Yeah. And we have a methodical way to go about doing that and uh, so several questionnaires that we use to really identify where your comfort levels are, where your discomfort levels are, and then put together a portfolio that maximizes the amount of return that you're able to achieve within those risk tolerances. Okay. And when you do that, then you're in a position that you can weather the volatility of the market. And that has to do with your behavioral finance? It does. One of, uh, we have a tool that we use, and it's actually a game that we have our clients play. I love games. I know. Everybody does, right? And, you know, instead of those boring old staid questionnaires, right? So, mm. you know, we talk about uh, disruptors and technology. Well, this is a technology that makes the experience fun mm. and it makes it very tangible because we're looking at dollars and cents and where you actually are going to be uncomfortable, where you start getting uncomfortable and, you know, you have a million dollar portfolio and you see it go down to half a million dollars. Is that where your pain point is or is it $200,000 of loss? Is that your pain point? But we actually now can quantify very scientifically with a number where you're going to start getting uncomfortable and wanting to do the wrong thing at the wrong time. And then we can build a portfolio that matches that number exactly. So that's the anti-heebie-jeebies portfolio. Right. Right? Yes. Right. Yes. I like it. Yes. Well, again, once again, this is Simon Says Let's Talk Business. I'm your host, Al Simon, with uh, Sandler Training by Simon Inc. on Business Radio X. And we've been talking with Jerry Hewitt Miller and Dan Miller with Wealth Horizon. And in a minute, we're going to talk with Deborah Klein as well from BusinessWise. Uh, and we're talking about games. So a game to help figure out what your thresholds are, what your comfortableness is. I mean, can you tell us more about this game you're talking about? Yeah, sure. It's... Um, it, it, it's a game where it doesn't take a lot of time to play it. And you actually can go to our website, wealthhorizoninc.com, and uh, you'll see the quick little game. You can um, press the link for Risk Allies. And Risk Allies. Risk yep. Allies. Okay. And this team has really developed this, as I said, very scientific game. It's easy in the beginning that you're asked a couple of questions and you can uh, move the bar on with your computer mouse to the what feels comfortable. And then the questions get a little harder as you have to really fine tune. Now, wait a minute. Am I willing to take uh, the potential, you know, snapshot of a loss in okay. time for this potential snapshot in time of gain? So we really can fine tune that number and it works. It works. So how do you get people to, I guess, it, I guess it probably psychologically, they, they don't disengage their true feelings from of their portfolio from the game itself, right? True. Okay. True. All right. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. 
All right. So, so do you have any particular uh, area that you focus on? Or, I mean, I, th- I know, you, I think you said you, you work with couples mostly. Is that right? We work with executives. We work with a lot of business owners. Yes, we do work with couples. We work with families. We work with generations of families now. Oh, do you? Yeah. Uh, one of my passions happens to be working with women going through transition. And I've done a lot of work with women going through divorce and have some accreditations and education for that. And certainly women that have lost their spouses. Uh, That's a very difficult time. So I enjoy holding hands and getting women through those emotional times Mm -hmm. and watching them. Uh, In fact, our tagline, I have to tell you, our tagline is the confidence to move forward. And that's truly what we provide, uh, the confidence to move forward through any of life's transitions. The confidence to move forward. Love we, it. We try to provide a very high level of personalized service so that uh, we're not just looking at the investment component of someone's financial lives. We're looking at the entire spectrum. And, and peace of mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's peace of mind, but it's but it's all the various components. You can you can have a terrific investment portfolio. And if your mother needs long term care and isn't in a position to afford it, that can that can have enormous impact on your ultimate ability to, uh, you know, to meet your goals. So there's a lot That's of different point. things, a lot of different scenarios and what ifs that we go through and analyze. You know, it's to draw an analogy, there's a lot of people that now are moving toward concierge uh, medical practices, Mm. people who, you know, you don't just go to for an annual checkup or when you're sick, but people who you have continuous access to whenever you need their expertise. And that's the type of service that we try to provide. The difference is that it would be as though a doctor had uh, a daily stream of what your lab's reports look like or what your blood pressure or your EKG looks like. And that's the type of analysis that we're able to do on our clients' portfolios on that's a daily right. basis so that we can really make sure that they stay on track. Excellent. And, and it, y'all have been given many accolades over the years, some of which have been in the audience when you got awards oh, and things like that. It's been great. It's been awesome. And and recently, I understand that, that you were, uh, that you were in named a, a, a National Women's Choice Award. Is that right? Is that how you, that's how you say it? Women's Choice Award? Yes. In your industry. Tell us about that. Yes. Very exciting. Uh, uh, there are about 847 nominations this year for the award across the country for financial advisors, and 145 actually received the award. So we are in very, very good company. In Georgia, there were only six firms. That were awarded. Well, that is tremendous. Yeah. So we're going to be featured in USA Today in about a month, I believe. So we're excited. Um, And the award really uh, is given to firms that have proven not only excellence in service, but going above and beyond. And that's truly what we do. Well, it sounds like it. If you can actually monitor almost daily what's Absolutely. going on. That's just, that's tremendous. So, yeah. well, it's certainly well-deserved. I, 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 I talked to lots and lots of people who just sing your, your praises and, oh. uh, and y'all are well, very well thought of in, in the, the, the community 
the business community in which I run around in. Thank you. So it's uh, it's truly great to hear more about your story. I get a chance to to really get into it. And if uh, people would like to contact you, you mentioned uh, wealthhorizoninc.com. Right. That's our website. Okay. And uh, our, our number is 770-840-8440. And we're located in Duluth. Okay. So Wealth Horizon Inc. in Duluth, 770-840-8440. Yes. Excellent. Wealthhorizoninc.com. Tremendous. That's great. Well, this again, this is uh, Al Simon with Sandler Training by Simon Inc. on the, the show. Simon Says, everybody's played the game. <laughs> Let's talk business. And uh, with our guests, uh, Jerry and Dan Miller with Wealth Horizon. And now Deborah Klein with BusinessWise. Deborah, welcome. Thank you so much. Let's talk about BusinessWise a while, one of my favorite subjects. Well, I appreciate that you've been a client for a long time. I'm happy to listen to you sing our praises anytime, Al. <laughs> we we kind of do the same for each other, don't we? We do. I'm happy to sing yours as well. It's been an interesting relationship in terms of the areas that we both cover in terms of trying to help people improve their sales and marketing effectiveness and success. Yes. And you are the quintessential training company and management guru. And we love how you've helped us over the years. And it's interesting thinking about an investment firm. We try, I think we both do, try and help people get that capital so that then somebody else can help them be smart with it. Yes. So we're, yeah. So you and I were on the, mostly the revenue side. Right. And, uh, and certainly gross profit margin as well, of course. Uh, and then y'all help people keep it, grow it, and and, uh, and thrive from that standpoint. Excellent. Right. Good point. Yeah, you talk about, you know, how how um, our businesses are so close in terms of the kinds of things we do for our clients. In fact, one day, I remember Gene Harrison, one of your sales uh, team members, and I were both uh, exhibiting at the same trade show, and we we actually traded booths. So I went into, into y'all's booth <laughs> and he went into ours and we spent, I don't know, I don't know a couple hours uh, selling for each other. That was, it was great fun. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it, it worked out really well because we know each other so well. So let's talk about business-wise. Y'all, uh, uh, why don't you give us an idea, give the listeners an idea of the tool that you offer and how it helps them. Yes, well, I will share that May 1st was our uh 38th anniversary. Was it so really? the, Yes. So the tool that we offer today, which is a web-based database sales and marketing tool, is in many ways very different and in some ways very similar to the tool we started out with in 1980, which imagine a giant phone book that was hardbound with a bunch of different sections. And that was the big technology of the day because it was better than people's dog-eared notes and three-by-five cards in an old shoebox or their pockets. Yes, yeah, so, that was back when people were looking up their stock quotes in the newspaper. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> so obviously things have changed. Our technology has changed. What's really stayed amazingly similar is the way we gather the data. So even in this age of amazing technology, we still have found that 
you can't rely on everything that's on the web. Now, I know that's a shock to everyone, (laughs) but it's not always all truthful. And we find that having actual people researching, confirming, adding, deleting information on the phone makes a very big difference to the quality of the information. So that's something that really hasn't changed over the years. The rapidity in which we can change things and the way we get it to people, the good old days were not the days of hauling around a big book. So it's great to be able to pull up data on your phone or your laptop and have this quick information. But unless something huge changes, I don't think people are going to ever be taken completely out of the equation. Well, I certainly don't think so either. I get asked that question a lot. You know, with the internet, you know, is sales going to go away? So, Jerry, you got... Well, I think in today's environment, and at Deborah, I totally think that we serve the same purpose. Our clients are successful. And you too, Al. Your clients are successful and they're wanting to get better. They're wanting to grow. And time is limited. So we're experts. We're all experts at what we do. And if I have an expertise and I can shortcut your your road to success, like you did, do, Deborah, I don't have time to go out and, and market and find out who I should be talking to. But you have that expertise and that's never going to change. I think that's exactly right. Oftentimes people will ask me, well, for heaven's sakes, I have Google. Why do I need business-wise? And I will tell them that is 100% true. The problem and the challenge is that it takes a long time to go through all those thousands of results that you get. (laughs) And it just may or may not be the best use of your time. And if Google is the best use of your time, the price is certainly right. And that's what you should do if you want something quicker and better. Like for all of us, um, training, we could read every book there is on how to be a better something or financial advice or any of those things. But most of us are trying to earn a living and get better and do the things, spend our time on the things that we're really uniquely good at and have other people help us with the rest. Absolutely. You can, you can go to YouTube and see uh, somebody performing brain surgery, but that doesn't mean you should be attempting it yourself. <laughs> I don't want to go to that doc. <laughs> so I got I to tell you all a story because this is exactly uh, what Deborah's talking about. So a, a couple of days ago, I had an appointment in an office building nearby. And uh, so I, I went in and, and, and had my appointment and I came out. And it's one of those buildings that had several businesses in it. I just pulled out my my lap my uh, my phone and, and and went to my BusinessWise mobile app and typed in the address for the for that uh, particular building and it and it brought up all the different companies in in that building and I would click on one and I could see who CEO was who the VP of Sales was it is so awesome I could go right in and make the call and ask for that person it is wow. unbelievable you can't get that through Google that's I'm telling an incredible you, you tool <laughs> yes. Well, it helps, but the big thing is who's using it, like any tool. If you put a violin in my hands, it isn't going to sound very good. But in the right hands, it makes all the difference in the world and inspires and enriches all of us. 
So the same thing is true with business-wise or any tool and hats off to you, Al, because you use it. And that's the biggest single difference in any tool to have the tool in the right hands and using it in the right way. Yes. And I, I, I train my clients that when, like if they're making phone calls, for as an example, so they're at their desk making phone calls, you need to have you know, your scripts in front of you, you know, what you're going to say if you talk to the decision maker, what you're going to say if you get voicemail, what are you going to say if you get a gatekeeper, have that in front of you. Certainly, of course, have your CRM up on your screen uh, and maybe LinkedIn, uh, but do not, do not neglect having your business wise up there ready to go because that is the tool that drives them all. So I, I want to get back to what you said, the differentiators. So you said that uh, your competitors uh, I believe, call from the internet, right? That's what you're saying, that things on the internet aren't always true. So they're, and, and not always updated, right? Because a lot of people don't update that, you know, if the CEO has changed or the VP of sales has changed or whoever, they don't update that information. But your researchers are on top of that, right? We are. And while we always guarantee that we are n- never 100% accurate because we don't call every firm every day, we have ways that none of our competitors can begin to do, which is our clients that find an error. Joe Schmo is no longer with the XYZ company, or maybe they can't find the XYZ company. They push a button and our research on demand will re-research exactly what they need and get back to them within 24 hours and update that information. So that that makes a big difference for people. I wish we could call every firm every day, but that's an impossibility. So we still keep our clients in mind that for somebody that's prospecting, it doesn't matter if a hundred plus thousand firms are correct, if the one they're calling isn't. And it's really a one-to-one activity from a calling standpoint. Of course, many of our clients also use our email marketing capabilities and then it's one-to-many, but from the recipient's point of view, it should feel like it's still one-to-one. And all of those things need to be personalized and look at them in a very careful way. Well, you also have the advantage that you specialize in three markets that you, that you know thoroughly. That's true. It frustrates me when we get calls practically daily why can't we get business-wise in this market? (laughs) And I empathize and and sympathize. And I've always said that if you start growing too quickly, then what the world has is another mediocre database. And it seems to us that the world has plenty of mediocre databases. So we have tried to keep our focus and grow probably slower than I'd like, but we, we are talking about one more market on the horizon and, and we hope to be in Houston in the not too distant future. Okay. So you're currently in Atlanta, of course. Atlanta, and we research the whole state of Georgia. Okay. Our other markets are metro areas and they're Charlotte and Dallas, Fort Worth. And soon maybe Houston. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Well, I, I agree with you. If you try to go nationwide or even regionally too quickly, Certainly the quality of, of the information. I mean, and what you do is so good in our market uh, and it is so rich. And I rarely come across data that's inaccurate. 
I mean, rarely. And I use the tool a lot, as you mentioned. So uh, please don't change that. Don't grow too fast. <laughs> no, don't that's, do that. that is not in our plan. It's not in my DNA because when we look at our company values and we have six of them, quality is really important to us. Yeah. Good. So once again, this is Al Simon with Sandler Training by Simon Inc. And our show is Simon Says, Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. And we've been talking with Jerry and Dan Miller with Wealth Horizon and Deborah Klein with BusinessWise. Deborah, you mentioned that you also have this email marketing or drip marketing tool. Uh, and and I'm, I'm curious as to uh, in this age where everybody gets inundated with email, how do you see that tool evolving? How do you see it working for your clients? I see it working in the same way that any direct marketing works. And when I say direct marketing, I'm talking about face-to-face calls or calls on the phone or postal mail, email, anything that has to do with the ability to get an, a, an actual direct response. And that is nothing works all the time, mm-hmm. as frustrating as that is. And It's very easy to identify the things that won't work. And that generally comes from somebody that says, oh, I don't believe in cold calling. I'm never going to do that. Or direct mail doesn't work anymore or email. And if you never do it, you will prove yourself right. (laughs) Self-fulfilling prophecy. (laughs) It will never work if you don't do it. When you do it, it takes a lot of knowledge and repetition and continuous improvement to make it work all the time. I wish it weren't so. You know, it would be nice if when we were looking for a spouse, we could just put the arrow in the air and be happy with wherever it landed. I don't think that's most people's experience. And the same thing is with target marketing. Yes. It's interesting. I have so many clients that have great stories, great success stories on prospecting. And rarely is it the first call or the first email or the first email campaign. It's always, you know, with, with staying with it and, 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 I, and, and believing that it will work if I continue to do it and do it well and do it consistently, it will work. And that's when, that's when the success stories come. But if they, if they try it, if they do an email marketing campaign and they don't get good enough results and so they stop or they change things or they get way too creative or they just simply give up, right? Absolutely. And that isn't new. I I remember in the pre-email days when postal mail marketing was the only option, sometimes clients would come to me and say, we want to do a mail campaign. And I'd say, okay, like how frequently? Oh, just once. (laughs) And I would say, take the money, give yourself a party, I'd love to be invited and you're going to be better off. <laughs> you'll have more fun <laughs> and you'll get the same results from a prospecting standpoint. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. Well, you mentioned also cold calling. And so I'm interested in your opinion on this. Does cold calling work? Only if you do it and only if you do it repeatedly. Yes. And unfortunately, it doesn't work all the time. And I am the first one to say that it is harder today, much harder today than it was many years ago. And I think we have to define what the word cold in cold calling means. And I think we have to be smart about it. Of course, it depends on your your target market. 
but oftentimes a huge overlooked factor in the success of the calling process is targeting your market. So since it's necessary to repeat and do multiple calls on the same person to have good results, you better be sure that the people that you're calling on have a, at least a legitimate opportunity to need your products and services. Yes. And y'all make it easy for that because you, you can sort your database so many great ways, you know, by, you, by sick code and by size of company and, and, you know, years in business. I mean, it's just on and on and on. It's a lot easier to make sure that you're targeting your ideal client profile uh, with your tool. And the other thing is, too, it's not just cold calling, but you, your tool allows people to, um, to come at it from like a, as for referral standpoint, because you can click on a link and go to LinkedIn right from your tool, see who this person's connected to that you're connected to, ask for the referral and go at it that way. It is so great. Thank you. I, it's, it is so much fun, more fun for me to hear you say these things <laughs> than for me to say them, even I, though I'd say the exact same thing. I'm not even sure why I had you on the show. I could, <laughs> I, just, was, I could just talk about it myself and we, we, you wouldn't even need to come here. <laughs> so to have it right back at you, Al, I will say that one of the keys clearly is having the right data and the right process to get to the right people. At the same time, somebody is going to answer that phone and you're going to be shocked because it isn't their voicemail. It's actually a real person. And if you don't have the skills to know what to say, now you've totally wasted your time and energy to get to that person. That's correct. And it is amazing to me. I mean, the big secret is that I'm not sure if I should actually share on the air because I don't know if I want everybody to know this, but the fact of the matter is very few cold calls, I think, are actually made. People talk about it a lot more and they think about it, but I don't think they actually do it much because it is frustrating and they give up. Now, for those of us that do make those calls, that is the best news ever because fewer people are actually pounding the phones. But for those of us that do, it is such a huge mistake to wing it and not be prepared that your, your offerings and what you have to share make a huge difference. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And we tell our clients all the time, make the calls, make the calls. That in itself is a differentiator. It really is. You're right about that. Yeah. Al, um, yes. I'd just like to say I've heard you speak on several occasions and have just been so impressed with the information that you um, so graciously share with business owners. I am a big proponent of, of having a business coach. And um, in fact, you and I have talked, we, yes. will, we will be working together. Um, sure, you get the contracts. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I think coaching is so vital and, you know, people find lots of reasons not to do it. They do. You know, the Behavior money. Avoidance, the, right. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And it's tough. Once you're in that coaching position, we all know it's tough because there are no more excuses. Right. Yes. And uh, and you hold people's feet to the fire and it can become very uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, people do not like that word accountability. Right. They don't. But it's a big, big 
a factor in our business. And in, 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 in our clients typically do thrive when they put accountability into place. It really does help. And in addition to that accountability, to me, one of the things that I think is so great about your process is the continuation or the repetition of the message. I would like to say that all of the things I learned in your first class were enough to put me on the road to success, but I've needed to hear those same things over and over and over again, because that's how adults learn through repetition. And it would be nice if we could change our behavior by flipping on a switch, but mine hasn't. Yeah. happened that way. My experience is not Human nature that way. doesn't work that way. It's kind of like using a personal trainer and, uh, and it's good every now and then to, uh, to revisit that because you could be going through all the exercises, not doing them properly and not sure. getting the benefit. And you're really just expending a lot of effort for no, for no good value. So Absolutely. It, it's great when you have somebody who can teach you how to work efficiently and make sure that that you're continuing to follow those same habits. Well, thank you. No, you're all very kind. So we've got the we've got it all figured out here for our listeners, so that they get the business wise tool, and we'll get Deborah. We'll get you to tell people how to do that here in a minute. Get the business wise tool to have the right uh, uh, database information to make the calls. You use uh, me and in, in, in our, our in our team to uh, actually learn how to make the calls well. Then when you're making all that money, you got to call Jerry and Dan because you got to make sure that you invest it correctly so you're set up for the future. That's we right. we got to figure it out. We got it all figured out. We're a great team. This is, this is awesome. Okay. Well, Deborah, thank you so much. Can you tell our listeners how to get in touch with you, how to, how to uh, understand how BusinessWise might work for them? The website is businesswise.com. The phone number is 770-956-1955. And we look forward to hearing from any and all of you that want to improve your business development success. Excellent. So businesswise.com and uh, the phone number is 770-956-1955. Excellent. Well, thank you all so much, Jerry, Dan, Deborah. What fun, huh? Thank you, Al. Yeah. Well, this again was uh, Simon Says, Let's Talk Business. I'm your host, Al Simon with Sander Training by Simon Inc. And I hope you've enjoyed the show. And as always, Good selling.